Entrepreneurs think differently. We despise average. We understand that business is a game and it's either beat the game or be beaten by it. Only uncommon advice can give you what you need to win. Now here's your host, Nate Kennedy. All right, welcome back. Nate Kennedy here coming at you. I'm excited for today. What we're going to talk about today is how they hacked my funnel again. I'm going to go through some really, really interesting uh, stuff today that I think you'll find very valuable. But let's recap a little bit what we talked about previously is we talked about how to create your unique ability, kind of that one thing that you do that gets great results, and then how to leverage that to create an irresistible offer so you can put that in front of the right people. Now, what I talked about was without that irresistible offer, all the technology supporting it doesn't matter, right? So with that said, I want to tell you a little story of how I learned that the hard way. So I was in this mastermind. This was about 10 years ago. It was a great mastermind called War Room run by a company called Digital Marketer. And uh, I was one of the first 20 members in that thing back in the day when they first released it. A lot of great people in that group. I still to this day have some good friends from that group. And it is, I think I was in it for four or five years and phenomenal people. But either way, in there, I had just built out this entire new sales funnel. And I had an offer with a sales funnel around. I spent all the time on the upsells, the downsells, the cross sales, all that stuff that people talk about in that industry when you get into the sales funnels front. And I print out these packs. I'm so pumped about this offer. I'm so excited about it and proud of the work I had just done, proud of the funnel that I had just built. And this is a kind of a true story of why I realized offer is so important. So what I did is I package it up. I get it bound. I get enough printed and bound of every single page of the offer, every single page of the funnel, the ads I was running and everything. And I hand everyone out a packet when I get to the mastermind. And then they start talking to me like, dude, you were the first person ever to bring something to hand out at a mastermind that we've had. So after all the razzing that I got for that, they start looking through it and they're like, man, this all looks good. And then one guy goes, yeah, it looks great. And then he goes, who are you selling to? Who are you selling to? And at that point, I mean, I was just so proud of the design and the function and the flow and all the cool little things I was doing inside the one funnel that I forgot to focus on the one important thing. Who was I selling to? Who was the product for? You know, I had this message that was all over the board. There was no consistency, no congruency inside of the offer speaking to help somebody. So I tell you that story because I invested $25,000 to be in that room for that year. And even though, and I was around all these people and they spotted just that one thing, but that was a paradigm shift for me to go and change and focus on and realize that the offer matters so much more than the system. Without the right offer, the system is just kind of there. So I want to drive that point home. That's super important. That's what we covered on episode one. So if you just skipped episode one, go back and listen to that. And I think that'll be huge for you in regards to kind of breaking some of that down. Now, we're going to talk really about building a predictable marketing machine today, but I'm also going to talk about why funnel hacking is a zero-sum game, okay? And I want to talk a little bit about the problems with it, and then I also want to talk and give you kind of some easy tools to use inside of your business today in the, in the podcast. So uh, by the end of it, I want you to have a good, good flow, good idea of you know how to build marketing automation around your irresistible offer once you have it. And then also how not to do it the wrong way, how all these other people tend to do it. And I'll talk about how I've been hacked. So first I got to say, I'll, I'll tell you a little story in a second about the worst funnel hack of 
all time. But I got to talk a little bit about funnel hacking because it's kind of the elephant in the room that people talk about a lot of times. And and this is no knock on anyone out there. I know ClickFunnels is a company that uses, they talk about funnel hacking, but really it's not about hacking, it's about modeling. So the message has somehow gotten skewed over time, right? As you get more in sexual environments and marketing, but uh, it's funnel hacking versus marketing. So in today's marketing world, we got these really these funnel hackers hacking funnel hackers. And I like to call those people bandits, right? They're funnel bandits. Sounds a lot like coaches coaching coaches on how to coach, right? It gets a little convoluted and frankly, it devalues the industry. So funnel hacking was meant to help people model a successful business, but instead people have become lazy. So they've stopped modeling and started stealing. And this is bad news, man. It's bad news because these bandits are hard to spot. They've got this good looking funnel to sell you that makes them look the part, but they're missing really that secret sauce. And that's what's important. They can't see what I want to talk about is that secret sauce. And the reason funnel hacking can be a zero sum game. When you see a funnel, all that person that has that offer that has that marketing system, you're only seeing the front of what's happening there. And these funnel hackers aren't buying products for the most part. They're just trying to hack a hack it somehow so they can go steal it and make money themselves. And you've seen these guys out there. You see one guy who's got an offer and then all of a sudden someone else has the exact same offer because they just ripped it off. So with that said, the secret sauce is what happens behind the system. The secret sauce is two things. A secret sauce is the irresistible offer part and the results. So the results that person gets for somebody, but also there's all these things that happen behind the scenes and all these things that go on in a business that you don't know. So you could have seen someone that has a beautiful, pretty page, but that offer actually, frankly, doesn't convert and they're just testing it. And you saw the test version and then you go hack this test version. Then all of a sudden you got an offer that sucks and doesn't make money because that test didn't work for them. So you're not seeing what's going on behind the scenes with that. So that's why you should be modeling things that you like, modeling things that you think work and then testing them for yourselves. So the worst funnel hack of all time, it was an idea hack. That's more like an idea hack. So the worst funnel hack of all time. I was in this other mastermind group a while back and I came to them and it was all about, uh, so I used to be into the real estate investing space before we started a company called Funnel Architects back in the day. In that real estate space, I had this offer that I wanted to create. It was a funding offer for the industry. I really wanted to be able to connect. I had all these access to different money. I had all the knowledge of the money and I wanted to connect these investors, these people with deals. I want to connect them with funding. So I built all the pieces, I built the software, I built all the people on the backside of it and basically built this platform that would, they could come submit their deals, analyze their deals, submit their deal, and then it get pushed out to some lenders on the backside that would do hard money lenders and, and private lenders on the backside. So I go to this mastermind, I present this idea and I get told it's an awful idea. I'm being like, dude, why would you do that? Why would you go create a service like that? You know, that's so hard. Why not just sell the information? on how to do it. And that's what I got the whole time. I'm like, well, because I'm trying to provide a solution that I know is a big problem in the industry. So a few years after the other one where I realized offer mattered and results mattered. So I ended up having that going through this process and I get this thing and it's called, they're going to buy the ultimate money machine. Fine. They're like, fine. If you want to do it, do call ultimate money machine or ultimate funding machine, something like that. And uh, so I was like, all right, cool. So I get back to the room at the end of the day and I go to my room and I'm going to go buy the domain that they recommended. And I pull it up and somebody in the room had just bought it already that day. 
So I was in this room and someone bought that domain that I was told. And then later that night, while we're all out, I'm like, all right, I see what kind of environment I'm in today. So that night, these same guys try and not only funnel hack the business, they didn't funnel hack, they, they wanted to funnel hack the offer because they knew it was a phenomenal offer. And they came to me and pitched me my idea. They said, hey man, we got this phenomenal idea. We're going to create this funding solution. Like I was not in the effing room the entire day. So they pitched me this idea to do that. And that's when I realized like people will steal anything and try and resell it to you. It's insane. So when you have your offers, let me take a step back. Just put it this way. Don't funnel hack. People are out there funnel hacking. Even though those guys wanted to steal the idea and steal the system I was building, it was irrelevant because they didn't have the connections. They didn't have the resources and they didn't have the results to drive it back like I did. So with that said, don't funnel hack. Don't be that guy. Don't be that woman. Go do your own thing and uh, use it as modeling to help you grow a better business. Use it as a model. Use it as a way of things for you to test. But now let's move into a little bit more important piece. Now that we know that you're not going to funnel hack, you're going to use that as a model to go ahead and build your own system out. So you don't want to be a copycat. You want to be original. So with that said, let's talk about some building a predictable marketing machine. So there's a lot of different ways to build a predictable marketing machine. And when you know the specific high value results that you can deliver and the specific type of person who needs those results, then you can create and deliver the solution that they're going to pay for, right? You can then build a device to bring the high value clients and customers into your business in droves. And you're able to do that. Now, very effectively. And now in the space, there's a lot of confusion. When you start looking at marketing automation and funnels and systems, you got people talking about a lead magnet funnel, tripwire funnel, case study funnel, video sales letter funnel, bridge funnel, hero funnel, survey funnel, product launch funnel, invisible funnel, live demo funnel, application funnel, webinar funnel. So the confusion can go on and on and on. And what I want to talk about when it comes to marketing automation and simplifying it, here's the thing. When you have a trip wire type funnel or a low ticket funnel, here's the challenge with those. They don't work effectively. Nine times out of 10, they're not going to work effectively without a high ticket offer on the backside, without something of more value or multiple offers. So what happens is you have to do one of two things. You have to, one, take your high value offer and break it up into like three or four offers because you got to step them up based on pricing. So if someone buys a free plus shipping offer, you obviously, there's only X amount of what they're going to go through to invest in after that. There used to be this formula. It's like 3X original price, something like that. So what happens is you now have three to four offers that you have to write because you got the initial offer you have to write and get converting. Then you have your upsell that you have to write and get converting. And then you might have a downsell from there and another upsell based on who's teaching you and who you're learning from. So let's just say it's a upsell, downsell, and an upsell. So upsell one, you got to get that converting. Downsell one, you have to get it converting. And downsell three, or upsell too, you have to get converting as well. That's a lot of optimization points. That's a lot of things to help you get those optimized. It's very, very tough because you have to have a lot of traffic in the front to even know if your upsells are or going to work and giving a free plus shipping offer away and getting, once you get that working and you get that dialed in, you're still not going to be making money on it unless anyone takes the upsell. So what I like 
for people to focus on in today's environment is I like to take all of that information and put it into one package and sell it for one price because it's a lot easier to sell one thing when you're dialed in and you have the exact offer that you know your person wants and that you know has high value to them, you can increase the value, package all into one, and now you got one optimization point, you got one offer. Now, there's a lot of ways of going about it in doing that. I actually personally prefer a training class. Now, similar, maybe similar to a masterclass, a webinar, there's all different ways that people, you know, different names to call it. But the reason I say training class is because I'm a firm believer that the market has evolved and people want value. So in today's environment, there's so many people out there screaming that they're the best. And there's so many people in your industry that are telling everyone they are the best, but they're not going in and demonstrating it. So a training class allows you to truly help people. So if you come in, I'm a firm believer, a book recommendation for you, a book called The Go-Giver by Bob Berg. Such a simple book, but such a game-changing book for me back in the day when I read it. And I try and give it to usually, I give it to all my clients usually. And the reason I like it, it's because he focuses on basically the simple message is giving. Focus on giving, focus on helping others, right? Which is a cardinal rule in itself. And don't focus on me, focus on them. And so you don't want to focus on you, you want to focus on your customers. And if you focus on the value that you're going to provide them and the results you're going to get them, the more and more you give, there's no way that you can't receive anything in return. And the reason that I really like the training class is because it allows you to, it gives you one offer to focus on. It allows you to build your authority, right? You can build connection and rapport with your audience. You can teach them something. You can actually give them value, give them value in advance, and a value that makes an offer to work with you and then right then kind of directly. So at the end of it, you give them the value in advance. You show them your expertise and your knowledge. You give them tips that help them. So whether they hire you or not, and frankly, the majority of people that come and see your offers aren't going to hire you and aren't going to invest in you, whether that be a low ticket offer or whether that be a high ticket offer. It's a numbers game at the end of the day. And are you speaking to the right person? So you might as well give value because they may not come in and hire you today, but I can tell you that they will recommend, man, you know what? I just saw this webinar uh, or this training class with Nate and he really broke down some awesome information, man. I was able to leverage it and put it in my business. And then those people will not only recommend you and become fans of yours and kind of in your inner circle and look for you. Now I want to say fans, but they'll look for you for advice. You'll become kind of like their online trusted advisor to give them advice. They'll start following you on social media and getting advice from you if you're providing it out there. But they'll also recommend, hey man, I just learned this from so-and-so on this training class I was on. So that's the kind of stuff. It has this, this effect and the snowball effect that happens. And that's why I like the training class. And I say training class because I think the webinars have kind of been skewed lately in regards to what they really deliver. I feel like in a master class, at the end of the day, a masterclass, you're supposed to be able to walk in and walk out with everything that you need, like step-by-step step, know how to do it. So for me, more so a masterclass becomes the actual delivery of whatever product or service it is you're giving. So then that's, maybe I'm splitting hairs there, but that's just my view on it. But now, and the reason I like the training class is because you really don't need a lot to get it live. You need a good irresistible offer. You need a good training system and you need a simple offer at the end. You don't have to do a hard sell, hard pitch when you do a really good training class. And the way that that matters is now what happens is you have an optimate, you have a landing page where people register for the training class and then you have the training class. So for you, really the way that you build your marketing automation, see how that's simplified instead of having like all these different pieces moving and offers to create and one-click upsell systems and downsell systems. So what happens now is 
your training class that you have, the way that you do this is your training class is, you know, everything that you're talking about, how you're hoping them and myths that you're busting. The landing page becomes an extension of your training class. So you pair your training class down into the really good hot points and that becomes your landing page for people to register. Then you take that landing page and that turns into your ad, your paid traffic ad, and you pair that down into your paid traffic ad. So you now have a message of how you're the result and the symptoms that you're going to solve for people. And when they see the ad, it matches the landing page. The landing page matches the offer. So you have congruency. You have offer congruency happening inside of step one, step two, step three. And those three points, frankly, if it's offer congruency and none of it's converting, it's because you got the wrong offer. And uh, you know that much, much faster and less to optimize. And which when you have less to optimize, that means you get to the end result faster. So- And frankly, this is where money's made. And then from there, when people opt in, you can send follow-up emails. You can use chatbots to kind of follow up with them when they register. And there's all kinds of cool stuff that you can do to really, once you have the core technology around your training class built and the simplicity of it, you can really go in and basically put a lot of cool stuff around it. But once it's converting, you start putting that cool stuff around it. Now, with that, let's talk about some of the tools that we use. Some of the tools that I'm a fan of, So really with a training class, you need a landing page builder, marketing automation system, automated webinar delivery system, and tracking. So for landing page builder, there's a couple different ones out there. I'm not going to tell you we're dead set on one because we're always testing different things. So landing page builders, you have lead pages, unbounce, you have click funnels, you have WordPress. For marketing automation tools, you have Infusionsoft, ActiveCampaign. And there's another one drip out there. You got Aweber. So the ones that we focus on for our clients are Unbounce and ClickFunnels. Like if you're one of our clients, we'll use one of those tools. For marketing automation, we'll use Infusionsoft or we're starting to look and move some things into drip as well. And then another thing that we use for webinar, there's Easy Webinar and Ever Webinar, the two webinar systems to each their own. We've done a custom coded solution on one of those platforms to help get us what we want because at the end of the day, if you don't have any tracking in place, it doesn't matter. Now, there's all kinds of tracking solutions that you can go buy and pay for. But at the end of the day, what I've learned with tracking is that it has to sit on top. So all these other tracking solutions at the end of the day still require Google Analytics. So one thing that we do really, really well that we focus on is having the right analytics for our clients in place and for ourselves so we can get the data. But you can only get good data out if you put good data in. So tracking Google Analytics, another super sexy topic, but you should always use Google Analytics so you can, you know, you can understand what's going on in your site and how people are interacting. And we'll probably do a podcast solely just on that because it's, there's so much cool stuff, right? I get geeked out on that stuff, but there's so much cool stuff that you can use for that. And then uh, from there, that's it. So just to recap, you want to have, be able to have a predictable marketing machine. But number one is with that said, don't be a funnel hacker. It's a zero sum game. When you look at someone's funnel, Think modeling. What's something here that I could model effectively to test in my business to make it work? That's what you want to do. Number two is, and then obviously use that and build your own marketing machine. We're fans of the training class over here at Optimized Assets. And pick out the tools. Don't overstress it. Don't use too many. You really only need three tools, four tools, one being a tracking that's free that you plug right in and go into your system, right? All these tools you just plug the code in and that's it and it's on your page. And we'll go deeper into how to get the right data in, but that's what you want to do. Get started. Don't overcomplicate it. Don't get all these other tools and systems. And the farther you dive into tech automation, the crazier and wild it gets. So keep it simple.
Keep it simple. You want a registration page, a training class delivery page, and an order page and or application page so you can get on the phone with them. So that's the recap. Next time, I want to talk about how to beat the good old boys. So when I started in the online marketing space, I wasn't part of the good old boy crowd. And they had this syndicate thing that they called in my industry, in my space. And if you weren't part of that syndicate, they basically tried to blackball you from really kind of becoming an affiliate and growing your business and all that. And it was real high schoolish. So it kind of just pissed me off. So I was like, how do I beat these guys? So I'm going to go through and, and teach you how to beat the good old boy crowd and never have to deal with them if you don't want to. So we're going to go into that next episode. In the meantime, thanks so much. And on the next episode, tune in. I think you're going to really like how we were able to go from a small business to scaling a business without anybody's help and without the good old boy crowd and make that happen. So talk to you soon. Thanks again. This is Nate Kennedy.